After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. After further review, back in here with David the Man of God Harris, and <laughs> kind of an interesting topic: video game rankings. Should they really matter to players, or is this getting blown out of proportion? I know everyone loves the video games; they love them, and they're great to play and they're great to watch. But is it that serious? If you're playing in any professional league, to worry about your ranking, David? He discusses that. Go ahead, David. Yeah, so it's obviously the biggest news of this week and probably recently. And it's not just this year with Kevin Durant and him kind of calling out 2K and Ronnie 2K about his ratings and then that turning into kind of a social media thing. But we see all these athletes. We see even sports teams that are, you know, gather around, the, gather the players around and, do official reveals of their rankings and everyone's like, Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, why are you so low? Why are you so high? You know, I mean, partially, partially I understand why fans are excited and kind of get into the hoopla because they want to see their favorite players or their team be dominant so that when they go online, they can be dominant because they have these dominant players. But if you're an athlete, just worry, just focus on what you can control, which is you producing the best for your team, for your profession, because this is your job. Why does it matter what an outside person thinks about your job when the people that care about you playing well are the people that are writing your checks, that are signing and orchestrating and building teams around you so that you can get to that pinnacle? Now, there are some players where you can just look on the court and say, hey, their talent transcends, you know, everyone else. You can tell that they're the best of the best of the best. We know that. We know that even within this .001% where you're at as a professional athlete in any of the major sports anywhere around the world, that when you're the best, you're the best of that bunch, you know, you're in the 99th percentile. But thinking in particular about NBA 2K, which is, you know, the whole Kevin Durant situation, if you're not on the court, how can you have a rating that's up there with the best of the best of the best? Knowing with, like, there, someone put out a little stat graphic on social media this week. They, with LeBron James, he was hovering 98, 97, 96. He was only 99 a couple years. And this is LeBron Bleepin' James, who people think is the greatest basketball player of all time. So if he's not at a 99 consistently, then how are you when you don't have the level of sustained success and on-court just appearances than LeBron James? If you want to be highly rated, 
then you have to produce on the field. And if you're not on the field of play, then you can get mad when people say, oh, we're docking you because you're too injury prone, you're too whatever, to where we can't see you play. That's why everyone wants to be in the same Madden 99 club because they are the best at their position. They are the consistently great players that everyone knows are at the top tier of what they do. And I'm sorry, Kevin Durant, right now you're not in the top tier of what you do, even as great as you are, because you're not on the court doing the thing at a consistent rate like a Steph Curry, like a Giannis, like a Luka, like a LeBron. So... Like if he can get back to that place, if injuries decide he can stay consistent and put up MVP type numbers like we know Kevin Durant can, then yes, he can get a shout. But for right now, you're rated you're rated where you are rated because of historical success. But what has you done for me lately? And that's with any ratings. Is what have you done for me lately? If you play well, you'll get rated higher. If you don't, you suffer. Well, uh, you, you know how many players have gotten a 99 rating? Not a lot. Well, it's five. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, and Chris Paul are only ones that ever get a 99 ranking. Only one person has gotten a 100, and that was Shaquille O'Neal. He was given a 100 one time. Um, That's back in his prime. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he received the highest ranking in NBA 2K23 with a 97. Um, but Durant is in good company at 96. He's tied with LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Nikola Jokic. Obviously, Stephen Curry won the MVP in the finals and won a chip, his former teammate. And Nikola Jokic is the two-time NBA MVP. Also, Joel Embiid was also in that race. He got a 96 as well. Now, Luka Doncic only got a 95. Kawhi Leonard got a 94. He ain't even played. And John Morant, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler got 93s. It's always kind of... Like, with young guys, you can... Like, you know the upside. It's similar in, in that same stat graph that I mentioned earlier. Kind of People were comparing, oh, when LeBron came into the league way back yonder, he... His first year was a 78 and then an 87 and then jumped into the 90s. Like, there's some progression, but, like, out of the list that you mentioned, like, outside of Kawhi Leonard, who was kind of, you know, resting slash injuries, kind of prone with his time in the Clippers so far, all those guys are deserving to be up there because they are the elite of the league and they've played consistently. Now, if, if anything... If I'm Jokic, I'm like, fam, two-time MVP in bleeping Denver. What more do I got to do to get higher than that? But, but yeah, like that, like you are in good company. You are still amongst the best of the best of the best. But like you said, in, mentioning in that list, in those years where players got 99, has Kevin Durant had a season comparable to that level of dominance at any point in his career? Uh, I'd say I'd have to say no. I mm, I think when he was with the Golden State Warriors, he could have gotten a ninety nine. Those two years, he won a Finals MVP. He was 
before that Achilles injury, he was pretty damn close to being a 99. You, you don't think so? Uh, I, I think... I would say probably 97, 98. Like, if Giannis can't get a 99, then... I, I just don't know if there, we'll ever see a 99 again within... I would say within the next five to ten years, I don't know if there's going to be another 99 athlete. If what we saw from Giannis and his crazy athleticism, like if you're like that, should be the standard for 99. Even at a 97, I feel like that. So even for LeBron being 65,000 years old, like him being at a 96 at this telling career, we're all waiting for the inevitable. Damn, you got to drop off at some point. Oh yeah. Like, but I, 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 once again, it's it's a video game. I don't really. I, I look at the cool graphics, but even Clay Thompson felt a little, you know, disrespected considering he got a rating of eighty eight among three point shooters, and he told them, "Put some respect on my name, you bums." <laughs> oh god, you know, and it just Clay livid about it. It it, it just it, it just cracks me up. I mean. To Clay's point, I mean, if you play better in the finals and then disappear for a majority of it, then maybe you would have a little higher rating among three-point shooters. You know, but, Carl, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is bothered that you didn't make it to the top five three-point shooters, even though he's the reigning NBA three-point contest champion, which I don't really think that means anything to me. I, I didn't even know he was the three-point champion. I, that's how much I watched during All-Star Weekend this past year. So I, I think it's it, it's entertaining to see but I, if you know, if you know you're a, a, a great NBA player, if you know you're great at a certain specialty, I wouldn't really get too upset about it. Yeah, like like how we heard, like there was an article that I looked at where Phoenix Suns fans are you know, commenting about Devin Booker's ratings, even though he's a cover athlete. Like there are guys like Devin Booker who we haven't heard any, or at least I haven't heard anything from guys like. Steph Curry, other than for stuff that they do with the team, that's like team function reveal ratings, which obviously kind of throws a red, you know, because the team is the one revealing it and it's something for social media for the, but mostly for the fans. Like if you're in the gym putting in the work, then that's, that's all that matters at the end of the day. But is it, it's not realistic. I mean, let's come on. It's a video game. It's 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 to get away from reality, and sometimes things are going to be skewed. Now I'm looking at SB Nation already. Here's some some players that are rated too high. Um, they think are too high in NBA 2K23. Chris Paul, 90 overall. Yes, he is a legend, but they got him rated higher than Paul George and Kyrie Irving. Is that a Which stretch? Is that a stretch at age 37? No, because I think Chris Paul is still one of the top five, easily best point guards in this league. And Kyrie Irving, there's a place Paul George is recovering from injury. And even when on the court, Paul George is a catalyst for the Clippers. But, I mean, is he worth a 90? Is Kyrie worth a 90? Even though, you know, he barely plays? Probably not. So I would I would agree with them being that like at that range easily. 
but I, I think this, the game is t- not taking into account injury. I think the game, people that are ranking this, is if they were playing and not injury prone, this is what their ratings would probably be. C.J. McCollum, 87 overall. He's two points better than his teammate Brandon Ingram. What say ye? Is that is that too high? Because uh, I, I, C.J. is good, but now that he's the man, um, yeah, uh, that was tough because I think he's great. He's still, again, one of the best shooters in the league, one of the better shooters. But ratings-wise, yeah, it's about right, mid-80s. I would put him there. Clint Capella, 85 overall. Ah, that, that's tough. Oh, yeah, he was he was supposed to get a big payday. So might get the big payday. Can't teach speed and athleticism at that side. Yeah, I, I put it about there. Okay, what about Tyler Hero? So an 85? He's at an 84. Oh. please, to the Miami, more living off of and what he did during that pandemic bubble year. Yeah, mm. low to mid-80s. Sounds about right. Okay, what about R.J. Barrett, 84? He's rated as the best player on the Knicks. He's better than which Anthony I, Edwards, though, which I, I think that's a stretch. I think Anthony Edwards has done a little bit more than R.J. Barrett. So, But 84, I think he's a sleeper. I think just because he's with the train wreck with the Knicks, he, he doesn't really get a lot of love. He he really gets slighted. Remember, he was ranked higher than uh, Zion Williamson, right. and Zion came in there with that entertainment factor, and he's been kind of overshadowed ever since. But the, the guy can hoop. Yeah, but again, he's on he's on the Knicks, so he gets slighted. Although it's more surprising that he's rated higher than Julius Randle, who was easily the best player on that team at least last year. Not last year, but the year yeah. before. Yeah, but I think he kind of fell off. This is one that's kind of interesting. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, maybe low, maybe low eighties, but that's probably high. But then again, that's taken into account injury. I mean, former Bull high expectations, but then injuries pretty much derailed his. No, he couldn't play. I'm sorry. Man, he missed layups left and right. I mean, he's an okay player, but had high expectations. But then when you watched him play, even when he was healthy, he just would miss the, the bunnies and the gimmies. And it was just like, ugh. So when they traded him, I wasn't really sad about that. Andre Drummond, 81. That's more of age taking a toll than anything I would I would have to think because Jumbert's still a consistent, consistently solid player, and it's hard to be a solid player in this league and have his longevity, even with kind of all the moves moving around that he's done, mainly just because, you know, different systems. But I still think Andre Jumbert is one of those players where sleeper in terms of real life potential, because you know what you, you know what you're going to get contributing particularly in the rebounding category, and he can be dirty down in the paint. Another one, Serge Ibaka, 77. SB Nation is saying they got nothing out of him after the trade deadline. And they're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one of those veterans where you're like, 
if if he wasn't going off of name, would Serge Ibaka still be like he's still serviceable? Don't get me wrong, but seventy-seven is where you're thinking you're putting a lot of rookies, first and second-year players, guys that are kind of towards the middle, towards the end of the bench. Like in playoff runs, we're barely seeing them, if at all. But that's who you're seeing in that 70s to 81, 82 range. At least, at least for me, that's where I would say. Okay, and so now let's say people that are over too low. Draymond Green, 83, is that too low? Yes. Why? I think because we, we saw in the finals, like the way that he's able to impact every facet on the floor. He's able to pass the ball. He's able to rebound. He's able to be great. We know about him defensively. Even if he doesn't score a lot, he still is able to be a facilitator when he's on the floor along with Steph Curry. There are a lot of times that we've seen Draymond Green bringing the ball up the floor at, you know, at the start of a possession. So mm-hmm. I feel like Draymond Green should be at no, no, he should be hovering around where Clay Thompson is high, like mid high 80s, like 87, 88. Like that's where I would put Draymond Green. All right. Then we go to a few more as we get some NBA music in here, real quick. Zion Williamson is at 87, but some people think he'll be in the 90s, but he has to play. Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Kenny. No, I I think, yeah, Zion, we haven't seen Zion. We talked about him with, he got the contract, but he's barely played. You have to produce. I think until he produces, he's going to be hovering in those 80s. Like, I feel like, if we're going to be honest, Draymond and Zion should flip. I think Draymond should be at that 87. Zion should be at 83, because we haven't seen Zion play. And when we did... You know, he was basically doing what he did at Duke. But again, if your best ability is availability, and if you're not be able to be on the floor, then how can we say that you're in the all-star category of players, which is where kind of in that you know, mid to high 80s and up is, those are your all-stars. Those are your guys that we're seeing at All-Star Weekend. Because the fans learned the men, not just because of the name recognition, but because they played, you know, lights out dynamic. What about they're saying Brandon Ingram's at an eighty five and Anthony Edwards is at an eighty three and he had a heck of a season last season. Yeah, Edwards should be higher, like you mentioned. I think I think Ingram's right there. Maybe bump him up a point to eighty six, maybe possibly eighty seven. Because again, both young Ingram kind of getting out of the, you know, LeBron's Lakers, really kind of coming into his own in New Orleans where that's the guy that we saw when he was with the Lakers. And that's, yeah, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards is going to be in the 90s, I think, before Zion Williamson. You can book it. Hmm. Uh, what about Marcus Smart? He was pretty pivotal in their playoff run. He only got run. He only got an 82. Uh, he's worse than Malcolm Brogdon. But it, it shows you that he can actually play multiple positions. Showed he could play a little bit of the point, And he's, he plays defense. Just is not really a great score. Yeah, and 
And a lot of people are even in real life kind of torn on Marcus Smart. That's one of the players where you either love him because he's great defensively and he can be aggressive. He's kind of in that Patrick Beverly, he's just going to annoy the bleep out of you until you want to fight him with his lockdown defense. But again, I think if he was a little bit of a better scorer, he'd probably be mid 80s. But yeah, I, I don't think. But we've seen it in video games. They don't care if you're great defensively. They just want to know how many, like how efficient can you be shooting? Can you shoot the three ball from Steph Curry range? Can you attack the basket? And Marcus Smart does those things, but not at the same level or frequency as the likes of a Chris Paul, like a John Moran, like a, even a Steph Curry. So he's probably he's probably a little lower than I would anticipate him being and last we'll go with Alex Caruso <clears throat> he got a 78 <clears throat> they say the Bulls ascended with him I yes and no he did get that you know because of Grayson Allen uh, that fractured wrist that hurt him and the Bulls kind of went down but when he did leave the Lakers they felt his impact yeah it's always tough and I don't want to you know like, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. It's always hard to judge the white guy. Uh, why is that? I mean, because, like, with Alex Caruso, like, is he, like, like judging the impact, like, he played his role for the Lakers. Like, he was a great kind of second-team guy, but is he really a, worthy of a starting five-caliber spot in the, in the NBA? You know, like, because of I think so. you know, everyone in Chicago got hurt, we were able to see that in his impact. I think it's also kind of the system that you're in. In L.A. it worked when he was kind of being a role player. In Chicago it works kind of knowing his role. I mean, that's, again, 70s, 80s, like low 80s. Like those are your pieces that are going to complement the star players and the star team. So... Yeah, I could I could see him being at seventy nine, probably a little, maybe give him an eighty, just because, you know, everyone with all the nicknames that they gave Caruso in his time in L.A. and him being the savior for the Bulls, but yeah. hmm, well, okay, uh, and then the last but not least, we probably have to talk about this. Maybe Joe Harris. Um, your thoughts? I mean, once again, another white guy. How do you, how do you judge this? He just can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> if Joe Harris was still healthy, like consistently healthy, like we know his three point shooting ability, we know of his scoring ability. But if you're constantly injured, and Joe Harris has had some big injuries, like, so I, I can see him. And also because of his age, because he's been in this league for a little bit. Eh, high 70s, low 80s. Again, not the star that he once was when you know everyone was clamoring and crying out to bring him in. But he's still a serviceable player, again, when healthy. Mm, okay. So overall thoughts as we in this segment. To me, I just think it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's not reality. And it's a video game, and just enjoy the game for the game it is. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's a video game. Just it doesn't. It's not real. 
even though people bet real money on it and put real, invest real money into it, just play the real game. Have fun. True. Remember, what you do on the court matters at the end of the day. That that is totally true, and that 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 to me is what matters most. Now, guess what? We we talked a little bit of NBA. Talked a little bit. This is the first time we've ever done a segment on video games. Is it? Yeah, I think, it might be one of the very few. It's always usually around rankings, kind of and you know, ratings, and yeah. But yeah, we don't usually have the conversation because why we have a conversation about video games when you know. We want to focus on the real sport. That's true. Well, we talk about soccer. Some people don't consider that a real sport. I kid, I kid, I kid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> better than talking about tennis. Well, hey, hey, <laughs> tennis was pretty, pretty. This the U.S. Open was pretty interesting with Serena and Francis, you know, on the men's side. So I and, and two African American athletes, by the way, in a, in a sport that's you know that's pretty good that's been dominated obviously by the spanish and europe other europeans so for americans and being african-american at that as well uh great storylines but you don't like tennis no i no i love tennis i just think a lot of people don't you know think think of tennis in the same as cycling and golf and other individual sports i will watch tennis over soccer any day the only thing I don't like about men's tennis, it goes a little bit too long. And I think, uh, I know we're not trying to go off track here, but I do think that maybe they should look at either doing the best of three. I mean, they do the best of five, but then they got all those tiebreakers in the middle of it, which there was one tennis match that went three out, three and a half hours. I mean, nobody's trying to watch a sport that long. You got to keep it under two hours or two and a half the most. Good action, but don't, don't you know, drag it out. You're not here for five hours, 13 minutes, finishing at nearly 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll talk about that in another time. Coming up next, our anticipated NFL Pick'em. It is back. We did miss Thursday night's game. Talk a little bit about that, but we're going to get into the NFL Pick'em. That's all coming up next here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, like I said, if you missed the show, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud iTunes. We put up those segments up there for you. Uh, and then we always come on live about 1130 to 130 or 1130 to 1. Somewhere on there on 88.3 WXUT. And uh, yeah, make sure you always you follow us on Twitter, AFR Sports Show or WXUT's After Further Review on Facebook. When we return, we got the pick up. See what me and David pick next. <laughs> 